Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door, Episode 9. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And we are here today to talk to you about cultivating a daily practice, a daily magical practice. We kind of need that right now. Yeah. So we are recording this. Just bear with us. We're recording this during the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And since we are practicing social distancing... (laughs) I'm at my house. <laughs> I'm at mine. <laughs> and we are trying to record this. Um, so this is the first time for us doing this separately, and I'm not sure how it's going to go. So the sound quality may be funky, but uh, just like I said, bear with us, please. <laughs> We're all just doing our best. We are. It's so true. <laughs> and in this wild and zany time that none of us have ever experienced before, um, we were just talking about what might be the most helpful things to be discussing and creating a daily practice for yourself is definitely one of the most, for me, one of the most powerful and magical things that I've done for myself um, to help keep me sane really during times of stress. Yeah. I feel like uh, we all need a little bit of routine in this out of the ordinary non-routine time. Um, And the more uh, rhythm that we can have, I think the better off I feel. Um, the le- yeah, that's that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Veronica, when you're thinking about daily practice, what are you what are you thinking about? I mean, what is what does that mean to you? It means that I take a time out of my day, whether it's whatever the time of day it is, whatever's most conducive for me, it's in the morning. Otherwise it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it, I do something to mm-hmm. uh, help myself feel connected spiritually t- to myself to, or, and, or to the planet. So mm-hmm. to help with connection and that changes over time. Um, and you mean like what your activity I, changes. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. So, a daily practice is something that you can do daily, mm-hmm. and a time of day that's realistic amount of time for you, and it's consistent um, as a way to connect yourself to spirit. Nice. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've had different daily practices over the years, and some um, have stuck more than others. I know there was a time period probably for a solid like two years at least that I did um, a a blessing every day that I had found in a book. Um, And I would light a candle and say this blessing. And just every morning I did that. And it became this huge piece of my day that made me feel so much more connected to spirit. And at some point, I guess that just sort of tapered off because life happened. And I guess I let it fall by the wayside. And if I were to go back to it now, I don't know if it would serve me in the same way, you know, but at the time it was pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, 
it's important to make your daily practice fit your needs of here and now. Yeah. Um, so right now, my daily practice is yoga and meditation. I am a yoga instructor. And so that's kind of my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I start with yoga and meditation, but actually don't really start with that. I start with smudging or um, smoke cleansing first. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, that's like one of my foundations of, is like, oh, I got a smoke cleanse right away, burn some sage, you know, and do that. And, um, and usually I light a candle as well, mm-hmm. but not always. And then I go into med- breathing, meditation and yoga. Um, I have extra time right now, so I can do that. <laughs> well, you, you, Emily, what's your practice? Um, most of the time it involves, um, doing some type of clearing. So whether it's spraying myself down with some type of spray or um, using sage smoke or Palo Santo smoke um, to cleanse my own space, that tends to be my my biggest go-to on, on the daily and often multiple times throughout the day. Um, the other piece that I often also do is lighting a candle. So I pretty much light a candle and pull, pull a card, an oracle or a tarot card every single day. And that is usually like, there's like a practice around that of, I light the candle, I sit and I either listen to drumming for two to three minutes, or I just focus on my breath for two to three minutes. And then I pull a card asking the question, what is the thing that I need to focus on today? Or what is the medicine I need today? Or the lesson I need, just depending on what my headspace is. And then I pull that card and I have it sitting out. So when I'm at work, that means that I I have a little like table next to where my chair is. And I usually put that card out face up um, if it feels appropriate. There's some cards I've pulled where I'm like, I can't really leave that out when little kids are coming in today. But (laughs) like the death card, that'll bring some conversations. (laughs) Totally, totally. And for some people, it's great conversations. For other people, it's not. So, you know, but when I'm at home, I leave it on my altar so that I can kind of glance at it throughout the day. And that tends to be my daily practice at this point that it's relatively easy for me to stick to. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So we kind of touched on our own personal practices. There's Mm -hmm. all different kinds. There's different kinds of daily practices that people have, but I think overall, I would say, you know, find a time of day that works for you. That seems organic. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also be realistic with the amount of time that you can have and right. then be consistent. Right. Um, I think those are really good pointers. And, you know, for me, I, like you, will do it in the morning because if I don't do it in the morning, I probably won't do it. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I'm totally a morning person. So I get up and it tends to be the thing that I do sort of first thing, like while my tea's going after I fed the dogs, then I do this. Um, or if it doesn't happen right then, it'll happen as I'm actually getting ready, like getting dressed for my day. Um, and there's my dog now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that. This is the beauty of working from home. Um, there's all these variables you can't control. <laughs> so anyway, yes, picking a time of day that'll work for you and then the consistency of it, right? And the amount of time that you're going to spend, because it would be lovely to be able to, for me to be able to wake up every day and go, I'm going to spend 40 minutes doing yoga every morning. But you know what? That's not going to fly. It's just, I can't, 
I can't do not it. realistic. No, yeah. not for my life. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're cramming all the other stuff in the morning and, and then maybe, maybe you want to do it at night. Like yes. some people like to like gear down or have a little time before they go to bed. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I personally like, drag myself to bed. So it doesn't work for me to do it at night. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I stay up as long as I can till I can't. And usually that's 9 PM, which I'm, yeah. I'm right there <laughs> with pretty, you. It's pretty late. It's pretty late for me. <laughs> yeah. If I'm up past nine, it's like, oh, I better get to sleep. Cause I know I'm going to be waking up at 5 AM no matter what. So yeah. Yeah. So yes, those are three really good points. And again, that's picking a time that works for you consistently, being consistent with your practice and choosing something to do that is reasonable for your life, like Mm -hmm. so that you're able to maintain it and be consistent with it. Um, And I also feel like something that pertains to your life. Yeah. Like um, something that you will get the most out of. Like I am a yoga teacher and I still, there were, there was a whole period of time where I was like, actually, this is not what I need right now. What I need right now is to pull a rune stone and well, breathing is part of yoga. Take some breaths um, and maybe say some prayers and light a candle and that's it. Like I got a new job. I have five minutes, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I I feel like, and the, the, that's going to be the most helpful for you with what's happening in your life. Right. Right. So even though you might pick something that becomes your daily practice, like we've both said, that can absolutely change. Um, you might add things, you might take away things, you might do something completely different. Uh, it just really depends. So I, I mean, I have some ideas that I would love to share that are about different types of things you can do for a daily practice. And we already mentioned some of them. So clearing your energy, clearing your space, um, doing a breath work some type of breath work, uh, intentional and intentional breathing. I mean, so much of anything you do is really about intention in the magical realm. Uh, Doing some type of grounding practice. This is one that I tend to do throughout the day, especially uh, in my day job as a therapist. When I'm seeing clients, I often take moments between clients to really clear and then ground my energy down. Um, And so that does become a practice for me as well. Um, and grounding takes different, uh, I guess it looks different to different people. So for me, it's about feeling my feet on the earth, feeling my connection to the earth, using my breath to guide me there. But there's other ways to ground too. Do you have any quick grounding techniques you use, Veronica? Well, I feel like breath is, for me, the first thing that connects me to my body and mm-hmm. grounds me. Um, but I also we use a sound light uh, meditation in my yoga practice. So it's about running um, light through your, um, through your chakras. Mm -hmm. And as you breathe, so you inhale, you draw the light up from the base of the spine all the way up to the crown. And then as you exhale, you go, ah, and you let the light release all around. And that Mm -hmm. just really like connects the breathing, the visualization, your your body, everything Mm -hmm. together. That's something I like to do. I like that. When you said the awe part and letting it go, I really envisioned kind of like you're pulling the energy up through your core from your Mm -hmm. root up to your crown, and then you're releasing it like a shower over you versus through you. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. Just all around the body. I like it. 
Uh, we also talked about pulling cards, you know, and you said pulling runestones as well. So you or oracle cards would also work, but that would be something you could absolutely use for a daily practice. Um, lighting yeah, like, oh, I want to give an example of that. Like when all of this craziness was hitting the fan here about the virus and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Like my job, I work at a school, like was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, what, what does this look like? I, I need a little input. Like what, what's happening right now? So I pulled a rune stone and it was Hagalaz, which is hail. So it was all about this just, you know, coming down and you're not <sighs> able to see what is happening. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, well, thanks. It's, it's all in alignment apparently with spirit right now because uh-huh. this is what the rune is giving me. So uh-huh. it's like, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So you divination. Can... Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> Get a lot of information. Insight. Yeah, that way um, and help yourself to get clear as well. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. I mean, in that case, it sounds almost more like a surrender, um, yeah. a surrender place. Uh, you know, lighting a candle, saying a blessing. Those are both things that I had mentioned, um, things that I do and have done. Um, one that one of my friends had mentioned to me was about stirring your intention into your cup of coffee or tea in the morning. And I, I love the simplicity of this because it's like, oh, I'm going to add my creamer or my sugar or my honey or whatever it is that you take in these beverages. And you're stirring in like, today's going to be an amazing day. Or, um, you know, I, I, as I drink this, I'm going to feel my connection to spirit or to the earth. And you're stirring that in. And then as you're ingesting it, you're really bringing that intention into your body. And I, I love the imagery of that. It's like, it's like a mini spell. Um, oh, that's cool. Right? Um, journaling. You know, journaling seems like this mundane thing that uh, you can do, that anybody can do. But it also can be magical in nature because if you sit down with your journal with an intention and you're carving out that space for yourself, you are creating a deeper connection to yourself, to source, you know, even if you're only journaling for five or 10 minutes, it's still a deeper connection. And so you're going to be more in tune with your surroundings throughout the day and more in tune with your own intuition. Um, and that being said too, I mean, we had a whole podcast about dream work. You know, if you wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and you, you're simmering on this dream that you, you know, just dr- dreamt, then you might want to, you know, take some time to write it down in your journal. And that mm-hmm. might be part, part, part or your whole daily practice. Right. Yeah. And I think we mentioned in that other podcast, you know, the more often you take that time to journal, it seems like the clearer your dream recall becomes. Mm-hmm. And so it's that in that way, it's like also a very cool practice because you're getting more in touch with your unconscious and with what comes through message wise in that realm. Uh, other ways to create daily practices would be to set aside some specific nature time. So like I know, Veronica, on your break at work, you always go for a walk outside. Always. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I also know because I talk to you sometimes when you're on those breaks that you're like seeing animals and like- There's a squirrel. Right? Sorry, Emily. There's a squirrel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, get, I love squirrels. I get so distracted. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Well, and you know, and there's birds and there's all kinds of stuff around you, but it gives you that little break, that intentional break where you're stepping out of kind of the mundane 
and back into just the power of nature and that, again, connectedness. And that really is at the root of creating a daily practice is deepening your connection to yourself, to spirit, and to, to source, to the earth. And um, I just, I just want to recommend that everyone get outside. I know we're, um, most are, most of us are sheltered a place right now <laughs> or at home. Um, you know, if just stop being outside, I don't know whether you're in an apartment or what, just being able to take some fresh air in the mm-hmm. lungs, um, how healing that can be for your mind, your body, um, and exercise and all of that. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm done with that plug. Thanks. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Get outside, even though you're not supposed to be outside, but you can be outside, but be careful. (laughs) Right. It's not about not being outside. It's about not being in contact with other people right now, physically um, or in close proximity. So even if you just open your window and take a deep breath, it's pretty powerful. Um, Another one on here that I have is um, time for surrender. So just setting aside time to like lay on the floor and let it all go or using the vision or a vision, but the vision Veronica shared about, you know, visioning this light moving from your, from your base um, of your spine up into the crown of your head and then washing down over you in a way that is a surrender, right? You're, you're allowing that energy to wash over you and clear you. Um, so whatever surrender means for you. And I know Veronica, you have some some thoughts on that as well. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I love surrendering. Um, I feel like like the more and more I do, the more I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not in control. And I feel better about being on this planet as a human. Oh my um, God, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. It's so hard. It's really difficult. And it's really difficult right now because yeah. a lot of us are just trying to find our way about how to, what is it to be a human? Um, yeah and trying to relate to each other in different ways. Um, so one of the things I like to do, um, my favorite posture is child's pose, just putting my forehead on the earth mm-hmm. and my arms outstretched and just being like, and then like letting go, you know, mm-hmm. like just releasing, I'm sorry, I for, you know, forgive me, whoever, you know, mm-hmm. planet earth, mother, you know, um, just a surrendering and letting go. Mm-hmm. And then um, having some time with that is allowing yourself time for grief. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I had, it was an acute grief when my sister passed, I actually, I structured time um, to let, that was my practice was grief. And I structured at I think it was 15 minutes at the time Mm-hmm. to li- really let go, like allow myself to cry as deeply as I could cry. Um, because during the day, we don't usually allow ourselves to do that. And then um, after that, literally, I would set a timer. And if I wasn't feeling sad, I would actually um, evoke feelings or, or thoughts or read a, a book or something that she had wrote. She wrote letters like to invoke that feeling of like, yes, it's in there, whether, you know, I'm expressing it or not throughout my day and then giving myself like that time to just deep into that, you know, dip into that well of grief and then come out. Mm-hmm. Like that's a practice of like, yeah, I can dip in and I could come out and, mm-hmm. and go about my day 
Um, but knowing that I'm going to dip in there again, not that I'm not going to feel for the rest of the day or have feelings or, you know, but I'm going to really allow myself that time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a, yeah, I mean, you might, you might, maybe you're in a a acute grief right now over what's happening on the planet or what's happening in your life. um, And you need that. So Mm -hmm. take that time. (laughs) And I even think that you could take that one step further to not just apply to grief, but just to apply to intentionally checking, like setting time aside to intentionally check in with how am I feeling today? What Mm -hmm. is happening for me in this very moment? Like if I feel into my body, you know, says the therapist, if I feel into my body and check in with what my emotions are, what are those? Um, Because again, getting more in touch with yourself is going to get you more in touch with spirit. Um, yeah. And actually setting that time aside, you know, you're mm-hmm. like, I have 10 minutes for my practice in the morning, 15 minutes for my practice. And actually setting that time aside um, is really powerful because we go throughout our day and we're like, oh, da, 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 and we have feelings and thoughts and it rises up and we just let it either crash over us or, it, or ignore it or whatever. And then, um, yeah, like it can add up if you're not checking in, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, one other thing I was just thinking about as a daily practice is um, that every day I take my vitamins and, um, you know, it's, it's kind of part of a, a routine, right? It's a ritual. But I also pause when I'm doing that and I think about, oh, you know, I thank my body. Like, oh, thank you, body, for being so strong. And I know this can sound kind of cheesy, but really, I feel like there's that intention there of my health and taking care of my health. And so it can be really small things that you just acknowledge your intention around. And those things can be your daily practice. You know, maybe you take vitamins every day and you stop and pause and thank your body or, um, or acknowledge that here I am doing a nourishing action, um, to care for myself. That also can be a daily practice. So, yeah. So that's what I got. Movement. Movement. Mm. You know, um, as you know, I've said yoga before, but also, you know, going for a walk. um, uh, That can be really helpful, just getting outside and taking a breath, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people like to do affirmations. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're working with something want to do an affirmation or a mantra um, and you want to repeat that to yourself every day um, multiple times or several times and uh, just really work on something that you're working on being able to like solidify that inside your psyche so that you're maybe re rewiring your brain about yourself Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I also was just thinking when you said movement, um, I have a practice that I go back and forth from, which is my after lunch dance party, solo dance party, um, <laughs> which is like, picking, awesome. right, it's super fun. Um, but after I eat lunch and I'm, I have an office, so I'm alone in my office, um, I will pick a song and dance for a song or two. 
and just like really get my groove on. And part of that is just to get moving after I've eaten so I don't go into a food coma. But part of it is also just to like <laughs> reconnect with myself and, and it's really fun. Dancing is super fun. So, you know, a, a practice can be something like that as well. Laughter. Laughter. Laughter yoga. <laughs> I have a friend, uh, actually, I should say, Emily and I both have a friend and like laughter is her medicine. That's like, she does laughter, everything like laughter, you know, do this and just laugh. And, um, she literally, her practice, there's laughing practice. I was part of a Facebook group where we had a laughing practice. Like, have you done your practice today of just like sitting and laughing? Um, when, you know, maybe you don't feel like you want to laugh so much, you know? (laughs) Right. Right. And you're like, I'm still going to laugh. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to laugh right now because Veronica's cell phone just went off. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, dogs, cell phones, husbands coming home, you know, anything can happen right now when we're doing these little, um, these, these podcasts from our houses. Remotely. Remotely. Remote from each other. And, um, yeah, away from our normally controlled environment. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, I also just want to mention one other thing that can be a daily practice, which is like a learning practice. So, um, for example, I'm holding a deck of tarot cards. So that's something I'm thinking about right now, but you know, you could take a tarot card, say that's something that you're interested in learning. So each day you pick a new card or you start Uh, from the major arcana and work your way through all of them. And each day you pick a different card and you journal about it. Um, You know, that, that is a practice or maybe you do it longer. Maybe you pick a card a week or something and you focus each day, you take a little time to focus on that card. Um, Or, you know, maybe there, maybe you're interested in learning about herbs and medicinal or magical properties of herbs or crystals. And so you choose to work with one of those each day or work with one each week. Um, You know, each day might feel a little overwhelming in this case, but it can't that those types of processes can become part of your daily practice as well. um, While also deepening your knowledge and your magical knowledge and practice. I, I actually, I do that. Like, um, before I, right now, I currently, I have a, um, you know, a yoga practice as my daily practice. You know, I start, first thing I do is sit, I do some, uh, you know, smoke clearing with sage, and then I read out of my book, my yoga book, for, mm. and, and get some daily wisdom of, you know, how to, how to live my life the best way I can. And then I and, and I use that as like an intention for my practice or it could be an intention of the day of like, okay, well today I want to work on, you know, this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> wow. This was full. Yeah. So I feel like I, I've, I've gone down my list. Um, <laughs> did we miss anything, Veronica? You ticked all my boxes. Um, All right. Well, I just did a card pool for our collective right now in this very strange time. Um, And I actually pulled two cards. And so the first one I pulled was the Ten of Wands. And uh, I, if you are not familiar with this card, it is a man holding ten wands and he looks relatively burdened by them. 
And I feel like this is sort of what we're all going through right now in this moment, just like as a nation and as a global community as well, is this feeling of this weight that we're all carrying around um, this pandemic and how, how are we going to get through it? How are we going to, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, and for and all I don't, you- I don't know about you, but I also feel like I feel the weight of my part of it. Like, you know, like how, how am I, how can I take the weight off the rest of everyone else and, and you know, what's happening? But then I take it on my shoulders of like, oh, I need to do blah, 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 you know, and then I feel weighted down. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just feel like as long as I stay at home, I'm doing my part Mm. (laughs) right now anyway. Um, But I also am, anyway, that's a whole other sidebar that I won't get into. (laughs) Everybody, well, everybody has their 10 of wands on their back or carrying and they're dropping their wa- their wand is it wands did you yeah. say or yeah oh yeah. My gosh, yeah ten yeah. of wands um yeah everybody's got their burden to bear i guess is mm-hmm. is the bottom line um but then i also pulled another card and i got the hanged man and <laughs> i actually love the hangman because perfect it all about trials right you're hanging upside down like it's kind of intense being upside down but there's also this change of perspective perspective, excuse me. Um, and along with that also comes wisdom, a deeper wisdom. So I feel like there's definitely the message that I take away from that is that there is a big, um, learning to come from this experience. So we're all carrying our own burden or our collective burden in the 10 of wands, but then there is this shift, um, of perspective and the possibility for wisdom and change um, and deeper understanding to come from the challenges and suffering that's going on right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I always feel like the hangman feels like it's this, you're suspended, you know, uh-huh. the, you're, you're kind of in between the worlds. Uh, uh-huh. You know, they, there's a story about, um, a story it's like the story About of odin. odin yeah and the runes and how he hung in the tree and and through his suffering um he was given the wisdom of the runes um and so i guess that's kind of what popped into my head when you said that was this feeling of like i'm here almost there's self-sacrifice mm-hmm. there's sacrifice involved for wisdom to come out on the other end and also there's this sense of being suspended and not knowing where you fit. You're kind of in between realms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the pause. Mm-hmm. An- another pause. So, just some food for thought. Thanks yeah. for joining us today. Thank you. And uh, hopefully this audio was tolerable. We are going to keep working on this and try to find the perfect way to remotely record. There's no such thing as perfection, but we're going to do our best. <laughs> the, mo- the most perfectly imperfect, the most imperfectly perfect. Anyway, you yeah, get the you point. Know. Yeah. yeah, that's it. All right. Well, thank you all. And we wish you and yours all the very best and wellness in this time and all times. Take care. Take good care. Bye-bye.
Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.